Orb presents the Safrax Protocol. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Orb, which you know, and it's the last episode of season seven, and it's, it's good. It's bye. It's good. It's bye now. It's good now? It's gone. Well, I mean, good. It's gone. It's it's over. No, that's done. It's it. It's done. Yeah. Until that movie comes out. Yep. We don't know when. We don't know when. We don't know how. <laughs> you know, but it's uh, it's coming. Yeah. And, it, you know, uh, I, I'm no more happier about it than you are. This is one of my least favorite episodes of the show. Yeah. Uh, not just of the season. I think this, this is a, probably a, this is a bottom 10 easy episode yeah. of Venture Brothers it's a it's a real bad foot to land on it's like uh it's like it's it's like deciding to uh you know to land on your sprained ankle like this is gonna go bad yeah this is there for somebody Mm -hmm. but not for me uh originally written by doc hammer and originally aired october 7th 2018 uh the bulk of this story and the part that i don't like is about uh the ceremony for making monarch a level 10 villain uh this tenning uh, this stucks the stars from the sky yeah. in a slightly more successful plot because it has to do with character. Uh, <laughs> Dean is at Hank's side in the hospital, begin to come out of his coma while Hank action man and Phineas Phage are in something called Como town, coma town, mm-hmm. which is a dream that presents as your ideal sci-fi, uh, movie in the <laughs> eye of the beholder. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's weird. It's not like really a mix. It's like, I got the impression that Hank sees it as empire strikes back. Oh. And action man sees it sees it as Barbarella. Yeah, we 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 see it as a mix, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but their their dialogue uh, to me greatly implies that they're seeing different things. Like yeah. they see the dolls, like individual mm-hmm. objects, but when they're talking about where they're at, yeah, they're like, "I'm on Empire Strikes Back." Well, I'm on Barbarella. Mm-hmm. You know, you've never seen that. I've never seen I, this. I, I I didn't get you that sense. Five people. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that sense, but I will see the point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it would be weird if it just happened to be their two favorite sci-fi movies mashed together. Yeah. It's, for, it just for it, no real it's reason. A, it's a shared, it's a shared dream. Also, you know, Phineas Fage doesn't come in and, and change anything when he's there, but he is, he, he's, he, he's part of an AT-AT walker. It's, yeah. Yeah. AT-AT. I always say at, at, and people get mad at me. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get mad at you. The worst human being ever, whoever lived follows me around and gets mad at me when I say at, at instead yeah. of E-T-A-T. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I took it as an eye in the beholder kind of thing yeah. that happens when you're in a coma, but it is a shared coma. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, it's okay. Uh, I, I really, I, 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 the, the thing that sells this for me, you know, Star Wars parodies and stuff, that's dime a dozen, uh, action man's sincere affection for Barbarella is incredibly charming. Yeah. It's cute. I love the action man. Like it's, it's cute. It's, it's impossible to go wrong with action man. Yeah. And him talking about Barbarella is good. Yeah. Like the the best, the only good parts of this episode are Hank talking to people or people talking to Hank. Yes. And anything that is in words that happens there is fine. Yeah. You know, but like when you say star Wars references are a dime a dozen, they're cheaper than that. Even on this show. Yeah. 
You know, like it just, it's, it's so hacky. Mm-hmm. It's so hacky to just have like, here's the monster from star Wars in 2018. Yeah. In 2018. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, drives me nuts. Had, uh, uh, I do love I, the action I, man of this. Have you ever seen so, Barbarella? I, I've only seen bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, there was like a VHS that went around my, my peer group mm-hmm. uh, that I saw part of, but they were like at, you know, parties. I was not really paying attention. Right. Right. Movie. Yeah. So. I've never seen it. Um, it, it just, uh, the sixties sci-fi is, is weird, but also incredibly yeah. boring. And it, it's it, never, it's never seemed like a good time. Um, a, a, like a good time investment. Yeah. It's, it's the secret of watching Manos, the hands of fate <laughs> where like the, the, the good parts are good. Yeah. But man, there's, there's always going to be just long stretches of, you know, Long-y. whatever desert they decided to try to trick you as an alien planet. <laughs> like, yeah, the, 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 the 10 minutes of driving that happens at the beginning. Um, uh, <laughs> amazing. Um, so this was not intended uh, to be the final episode of the series. Uh, Adult Swim said the series got renewed October mm-hmm. 2018, but then September 2020, Ken Plume announced it had actually been canceled. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really bad series finale uh, and a bad season finale. It was intended to be a season finale Yeah. Uh, for that. And it is uh, all set up for new status quo, which is acceptable. Uh, but it ends up feeling weird because there's usually you get that along with some resolution, uh-huh. uh, typically like a plot will resolve and then kind of give birth to a new status quo. Mm-hmm. This is well, just new, you know, nothing really gets resolved. What's funny about this. this. What's funny about this is it is setting up for a new status quo, but in a lot of ways with the exception of Hank, uh, it is like, making a very broad declaration that the existing status quo is acceptable. It, you know, or like, like, yeah, the it's all the care. It's the opposite of what you want for, for dramatic. It's like when the dramatic irony comes yeah. home where like all the characters just find out what we already know, Uh huh. you know, and they, they just, they, they let that out for a very long time. So like, I understand, I'm not saying it's nothing when the monarch definitively finds out yeah. that Rusty's his brother. That mm-hmm. is an important moment. But you can't, I think they just really showed their hand on that way too early. Yeah. You know, and showed it to the monarch way too early, Mm -hmm. even. And it's always, it's less interesting to watch a character. Usually, it's very hard to make it interesting for a character to find out something you already know. Yes. You know, like you can do it. It's what Mm -hmm. Better Call Saul is about in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it's it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, And I don't think this sells it. And being the, the the main thing like all that stuff is all true the big thing that like kills this for me though is it's not funny and it's super in love with the wiki dive that doc just happened to be on yeah at the moment i you know? I, I i genuinely buy that he uh is that his fascination with secret societies predates wikipedia dive kind of stuff you know sure like, like that, he might have read is- a book i'm using wikipedia as a just a stand in for like a factoid yeah. that wants to be shoehorned sideways into an unrelated plot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess I'm bringing that up in so far as like, this feels a little bit like, um, uh, some of the bits, uh, I mean like the, like the, uh, little game that they, the trail of mysteries that they follow in orb, right. Where it's just like, Oh, whist, whistlers gam gamble. Um, yeah. or wh- yeah, wh- wh- whist, whistlers, uh, something or other, the hall of quiet whistlers. Yes. You know, Whistler's bargain or whatever. Minuit's bargain. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. And then the original uh, version of that, where the old uh, league, mm-hmm. you know, the old, old classic one where all people nobody had heard of, yeah. you know, that just Doc had heard of. And then Jackson was like, hey, you had to put in some people people know mm-hmm. into this. Uh, this did not have that that pass. So right. like Safrax is a real guy. Like this is, is this is a real yeah. This is oh. this is based on a real old story. Huh. Uh it ends different. They change the ending of it, but it's it's an an actual old story. Uh and at least according to like what I saw online. Yeah. Okay. No, I I had I had no idea. I thought the Safrax was uh the Safrax and um uh Alphaeus were made up. But no, yeah, yeah no. Gothic kings. Real. Yeah. Uh but nobody could, nobody knows them. So it may as well be made up. Mm-hmm. You know, and the idea that like, oh, they were actually the per- first villain because there's this old story, this like old story of these kings. And Doc was like, what if they were the first villains? And this is how the, the guild got started. Mm-hmm. Feels like a draft. Like it feels yeah. like the kind of thing you would say instead of turn into an episode. Right. You know, like, oh, what if that? Nah. And then <laughs> you just go on from it. Yeah. You know, but instead of just make this whole thing where like the joke is just that there's pomp and ritual mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's dead on the screen. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't know what the consensus is. Maybe this is a very popular episode with other fans. I am bored out of my fucking mind during <laughs> all of the tenning stuff. The, 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 the funny, the funny stuff that happens there is the call and response that happens. Um, I think that sucks, dude. Oh I, yeah. I'm happy to disagree with you. I think that's so stupid. Yeah. It's so it's it's lame. Like the fact that they're doing yo mama jokes and he who smelt it dealt it jokes and stuff and that they're based on ancient history is uh-huh. not good enough for me. Yeah. Like that's not uh, a knee slapper. I don't think yeah. that crosses my barrier. I guess maybe I'm just looking for bright spots, but when they say Hail Safrax, father of players, uh, that is funny to me. That is a funny construction. But it's okay. It's yeah. it's it just I mean it's it's not I know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not, it, it works as like an equation would work. Yeah. It just doesn't make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it, I can't separate how much, maybe it's because of the rest of the stuff just feels so inconsequential. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might also be the, the few and far betweenness yeah. of those bits. Like there's a lot of like, just what if this character was in this costume? Yeah. Kind of stuff. <laughs> It's it's impossible not to you know take into account, especially on a second viewing, um, or even just the way that you feel at the end of this, right? The okay, so that was it. But you know the fact that not just that this is the end, and this is this is what stands in as the end of the series, uh, but also um, man, I forget, I, I lost the point I was going to say. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah, it's it, it it's it's hard not to um hold the, the 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 end of this, especially with what happens uh with um twenty one um and, yeah. you know just kind of the 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 final nail in the coffin of of you know keeping him where he is. It's hard not to hold you know to 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 view everything that happens here in light of in light of the reveal, especially with the way that is sold. You know, yeah. just like, the, you know, f- f- fuck this, fuck you, I'm gone. Um, and then suddenly, oh, it was all a trick. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, earlier when you're like, it's more saying the status quo is OK. Like, that's really that's really apt. It, it is a episode that moves us back where we've already been mm-hmm. like a, a deeply conservative episode. Yeah. 
you know, uh, and it, it sets up a new status quo in that, like the monarch would be on the guild council. I don't really feel like that opens up that many exciting story opportunities. Mm -hmm. 21 is firmly a henchman. I Mm -hmm. definitively don't think that opens up new story opportunities. The only thing that's interesting is Hank going off on his own. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's cool. Hank running away and deciding like, I don't need to be part of this family in the scene. Yeah. He that's can, cool. he can, he can live his own life. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, the, the rest of it just ends up feeling like it's resetting stuff and, yeah. and humor is all subjective, right? Like the fact that the jokes during the tenning part don't work for me, that's going to mm-hmm. vary from yeah. person to person, but it, it, it colored things for me because one of the themes of the show is that like there are episodes of the show that are not great in terms of what happens, but I forgive because they're funny. Yes. You know, there just aren't very many jokes in this episode. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. feel very dense. No, it it is um Yeah. They're like the 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 best thing, the thing that stands out is the stuff with with uh Dean or uh Dean talking to Hank. That that's where that's this great. lives for me. The, yeah. the, there there are there are jokes in that but like that is them operating on the emotional truth of that relationship that not a lot of track was built for but still is delivered very well yeah yeah, yeah. it's a, a lot of the uh in the performance yeah you know that the kind of sells that and it's again yeah. it's a good place for them to be even if mm-hmm. the way they got there was not great yeah I just so, man, D- D- Dean saying, "I'm jealous of your hair." Fuck you, Hank. Yeah, like yeah, it's great, it's really good. Yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> that is that is good. I just I'm not. I, I guess I just don't feel like I'm. I don't feel like picking M and M's out of the turds on it. Yeah, I guess. you no, know, like just, that. That is good, and I'll give the the credit where it's good. But as a whole, I think this is a pretty abject failure. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not even. I'm not saying that's a. That's the way to go is to pick M&Ms out of the turds or, you know, or not, not even really what I'm trying to do say like, Oh, that makes up for it. No. And you know, the good and the bad need to be evaluated, you know, on their, on their own terms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It just, there are some good bits. There just are not as many as I want. There was originally a more fun concept for this. Yes. uh, Which was the enemy awards, like an Emmy awards Mm -hmm. thing, like a, like a Dundee's for the guild. (laughs) Uh, But they already did that on the tick. Yeah, and uh, they, they they almost decided to go with it, but they decided there would be enough people who recognized it as a reused idea uh, that uh, they needed to go into a, a different direction, and that's how we got what we got. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Let's do. We have our cold open. Um, guild agents warp into the lab through these teleporter pads, um, and they're here to kidnap Dr. Venture. Uh, they expect this to be a super difficult thing to do, but a groggy Dr. Venture has heard the sound and comes in just like, you know, what the world's going on. And then they grab him. Well, that was super yep. easy. Yep. And that's the, uh, the, oh, them getting that, getting him is the little dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come over, watch and ward are pretending to flatter rusty as they walk in all groggy and You're kidnap him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what is your, your routine? Uh, eventually they, they trank, trank him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say order the team behind at uh, the penthouse to secure Samson. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, red mantle and dragoon walk in, uh, they're on the meteor base. They're late because they took the shell, the, the shuttle, yeah. uh, the teleporter was in use for the extraction team. They yeah. Do the teleporter. <laughs> and then it's revealed like, Oh, the teleporter is perfectly safe. You know, what happened with phage was a, was, was a fluke. Um, phage telefragged himself. Uh, it's safe unless you are mostly metal. Yep. Poor Phage. Yeah. Uh, I thought they had just written out Phage at this point, which I'm glad they yeah. didn't because I, 
you know, it's kind of cute, but mm-hmm. the, you know, kind of a cute character. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then just, some, you know, his, he has a llama farm because of the low random from uh-huh. the mid two thousands has fully made its way into the venture brothers. Yeah. L- l- llama bacon is a perfectly good protein source. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Red Mantle and Dragoon need to get their robe on. And Dr. Mrs. The Monarch says you need to take this seriously. It's an important tenning, uh, the first use of that term. Yes. Uh, Hank, you know, who last we saw, uh, he was passed out on the dorm room floor. Uh, he is wandering through a snowstorm on this alien planet, and he is dressed as Lando Calrissian. He even has the, uh, you know, the pencil mustache. thin mustache. He looks great with the yeah. mustache. He does. <laughs> uh, these little evil dolls uh, converge on him, and Action Man says, stay perfectly still. They see by movement. <laughs> Uh, he's like, they're dolls. Can I just walk? Uh, he just kind of walks through and knocks, <laughs> knocks them over. We, I like that, that bit. Yeah. Uh, and the action man being terrified of them is cute. Yeah. It never occurred to me because they're real unsettling. Yeah. Admit it, the it's unsettling. One, she's the leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, just, it's just not. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, Hank asks why action man is on Hoth dressed as a woof Wookiee. And he's like, I'm not, I'm uh, Mark Han, the catchman uh, <laughs> from the ices of weir from Barbarella. Uh, <laughs> and action man says we're here because we're dead. Right. This is purgatory. He thinks. Yeah. Uh, action man who had the heart attack, uh, back stroke in the rather. season opener stroke. In toast. The season opener. Yeah. yeah. Toast. Um, the extraction team leader back at the venture compound warps in the lab closet. And one of the men is struggling up against a shelf. Uh, Brock is using him as a puppet standing behind him. Uh, this is really brutal. Like reaches out and crushes his windpipe. And then so yeah. he can talk, he sticks a, does a tracheectomy. Yeah. Uh, into his throat. Keep your fingers out of there and get infected. Yeah. It's, um, it's real brutal shit. Yeah, I, 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 okay. Uh, we were talking shit earlier. I do enjoy the Brock stuff in this. I, I enjoy it other than the fact that I think Brock would care about his charge. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't think Brock would be like, I'm playing, you know, I'm having too much fun playing paintball to go rescue Rusty. Yeah, yeah. He would go, he would go, through, the, uh, go through the teleporter, probably. It's like we missed an episode where he got disillusioned with yeah. protecting Rusty completely. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a little bit of that in the unicorn in captivity where he's like disobedient. Uh-huh. Rusty, but he's never like, yeah, I don't want to be your bodyguard. It's not, I don't care if you live or die. Yeah. Some, but somewhere between, you know, before these last two episodes, it feels like that happened. Yeah. So. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he crushes the guy's windpipe and gets him to, you know, hand signal. Yeah. There are 15 total, total agents. There are going to be many, many more, but Brock's whole arc here is going to be, you know, dealing with the, uh, dealing with the agents, the, you know, the blackout crew in, uh, increasingly brutal ways. Yes. Uh, back at the uh, tending ceremony that has started, uh, drums are pounding and Lim starts a ceremonial speech about the barbarian villains known as the Fodorati. Uh, from the ranks came uh, Safrox Tervingian, the first man to turn a grudge into a career. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, Does this make this better or worse for you that you know that all this stuff is real? Does it affect it for you? <sighs> Not really. It, it, it doesn't really have a bearing. Yeah. I, I didn't find out that it was real until doing research for this episode. Yeah. So when I first saw yeah. it, I just thought it was an invented mythology. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit disappointed then because I was like, why isn't it more razzle dazzle? You know, like, right. why do more interesting things happen if this was an invented mythology. Mm-hmm. But then now that I know that it's real, it feels like one of those things where like you're in a video, you know, you're playing a video game and you're like, Oh, final fantasy tactics advance is really boring. And somebody goes, Oh, it's an Esekai. 
that's a that's a brand of Japanese visual novel where people get sucked into a book. Yeah. And it's like, yo, identifying it doesn't change or challenge <laughs> or answer what I said at all. Identifying like, it steps step one, step step two is getting it out. Hard part. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- this being real, like mm-hmm. all this stuff being arguably real doesn't add anything. Yeah. And doesn't really make it better for me. My, my watch, you know, just my, my read on it, especially after having, you know, learned about the way Doc operates, you know, being kind of research heavy with all this stuff is that, you know, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, aside from the surprise that I expressed earlier, it makes sense that it was real. I didn't, I, you know, I, I guess that the reason it doesn't change my read on it is because I figured so much of this was based on him either, you know, researching or just knowing about secret society stuff, you know, uh, the, the Illuminati things that happen out at, uh, um, oh gosh, uh, the, the you know where the Moloch the Moloch owl is, uh, mm-hmm. you know th- th- things things like that. The place where Alex Jones broke into. I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, uh, you know, just kind of knowing about masonry stuff. It's just like, oh, he just based all of this on the stories that those organizations tell about themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so just the fact that it, you know, he was so closely, I think that it was just like, oh, I'm going to go for authenticity on this, as, you know, as opposed to, let's say, entertainment. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So the fact that it is that, you know, that some of these names are real, uh, just, you know, it, it slots right into that previous read that I had. Yeah, it's 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 it, tons of verisimilitude, regardless of whether you got it from craft or from research. Yeah. That adds up to the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, but the Monarch and 21, they rise up on this lift into the room. Uh, they are playing the roles of Safrax and Altheus tonight. Uh, and yep. this first right is that uh, Safrax must retrieve his favorite stone from the log of the beast. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, to reach his hand in there. Uh, he says, you know, is this where I, I why uh, this isn't a thing where I spin it real fast and a stone shoots out and you're impressed how clever I am, you know, uh, <laughs> like a riddle. Like yeah. that's how he has to get it out. Uh-huh. Uh, I love, I and, love Lim's response. You're not Matthew Broderick. Just put your hand in there. It, they're going on a much, uh, much baser thing is the yes. joke. You know, there's no beast in the log. It's just filled with the beast shit. You know, he's right. like, what's the big deal? I have the stone. And they're like, you're touching poop. It's pretty gruesome. I wouldn't <laughs> do it. You yeah. know? So, uh, poopoo caca. Yes. Um, out of the Ventec lobby, um, Brock ambushes this guy, uh, this guild guy, uh, by hiding in some samurai armor. <laughs> and then he grabs, mm-hmm. uh, grabs the PA, you know, and addresses everybody in the building. Thank you for accepting the suicide mission. Uh, he's been bored. You know, your, un- your unavoidable deaths will become the stuff of legend. So death by Samson. Yep. Uh, hatred isn't there because hatred is at the hospital waiting to get into Hank's room, trying in like what feels like an infinitely long subplot, mm-hmm. trying to convince the nurse that he's family. Uh-huh. Uh, essentially. I yeah. was very surprised on rewatch that they spent so much time with this. Yes. Like there's no, there's no real joke to it. There's a little bit of a joke to it, but just <laughs> hatred being pathetic. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hatred, uh, hatred being hatred. Uh, I did enjoy the delivery on, Oh, nightly nurse, Cindy Marie Abrams. You are my Waterloo. Like him, him being stymied. There's like a bit of business there. Yeah. You know, I, I think that like what I, what I'm picking up in these episodes is it feels like lack of inspiration. Mm. Like they're just kind of like, what, you know, what if he, what if uh hatred has a hard time getting in, you know, and he'll, he'll say yeah. some funny hatred line, just throw some hatred stuff in his mouth. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's anything particularly inspired about the dynamic. It's something new we've seen mm-hmm. from him. I feel like we've had him at a hospital trying to convince somebody that he counts as family before. Yeah. This. You know? <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um Dean's in the, the hospital room talking to Hank in a coma. And he's reading a letter he's prepared about how he's such a crap brother. A big list. Uh this is very sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just talking about him being a jerk, you know, uh, to yeah. remember your bop at extreme. I broke it like intentionally. Remember the song I played? It was totally insane and it never stopped. Yeah, I still it. have Twisted. my bop at bop extreme. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's out of my garage. I went out to, uh, to grab it from my box of childhood stuff. Uh, but then when I opened it up, uh, whoever packed it up, didn't take the batteries out. Oh. Uh, so that, so was it leaked. screaming the whole time. <laughs> Like, was it like the puppy you got for last Christmas? <laughs> I mean, dog. Spooner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was going to bring it in because it did like that. This is this is an actual thing that made a horrifying noise and it never stopped. Yeah. Uh, so I was Bop going it, to play it, but yeah. For people who don't know, Bop it is a little activity toy that commands you to do things. Yeah. So like you have to twist it or bop it. It has little nozzles that you can twist or bop mm-hmm. and you just do them as fast as you can. Yeah. It's, it's not a, quite it's, Simon. It, it's not, there, there's a Simon mode in it where it will, yeah. uh, where it will, we'll do a sequence that you have to, uh, that you have to know, uh, the bop at extreme instead of having, um, instead of having three inputs, uh, it has five that you have to mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. And, uh, you've got to do them and they, the, the commands speed up and it's just kind of like, okay, don't accidentally bop it when you should afflict it. Which is good it's, like, it's the hokey pokey Simon. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Did you say good clit advice? Well, I said good sex advice, but I was um, going for the clit thing. So <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, I picked up what you're putting down. <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, this is what we had instead of toys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back in uh, Coma Land, uh-huh. Hank and the Action Man uh, are being dragged down a river on a sled drawn by a manta ray. Uh, this is a. Uh, weird cool weird camera trickery this mm-hmm. like r- rear projection effect it's this. really it good looks neat yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks super neat yeah uh hank thinks that the manta ray is a minoc and they're just arguing about what it is um yeah. hank breaks it to action man like hey you're you're not dead you've been in a coma since you had a stroke right before thanksgiving you know and hank presumes that he too must have had a stroke from worrying about serena too much yeah uh, and action man levels with him. Like, yeah, your old man's like that as well. Someone got drunk and smiled at him. He dug in his heels and rode that poor woman until she stopped taking his calls and moved to another town. Just changed her name. And I can't tell you what her new name is. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, pretty gross behavior. Mm-hmm. And Hank's like, are you talking about my mom? <laughs> you know? And he goes, yeah, uh, uh-huh. Bobby St. Simone, but that's not the point. Uh, this is, this is the boys being proud of themselves by, you know, casually revealing something that would be a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Like the sub, the the amount that they're getting high on subversion here is pretty extreme. Yeah. The idea that like we're going to tease the monarch brother thing for two seasons and then treat that like a reveal, and then have this be a thing for the whole show, and then just have the action man say it, blurted out. Yeah, yeah. Even though they have said interviews that they don't know that this is actually true. Right, they don't, right. This is not a definitive answer. Yeah, action man is, is. <laughs> action man is a drugged up super soldier. Like, yeah, who's dead? Uh, you know, who just had a stroke? Who's losing uh, his brain is losing oxygen as we speak? 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. And, you know, so if, if this is true, what this is setting up, uh, we do, you know, Bobby St. Simone, not a real person, uh, also not anybody who we have, uh, you know, known of before. So, yep. you know, out, out, outside character, uh, the fact that she has changed her name is, you know, why nobody has ever brought her up. Uh, and she is possibly still alive and out there. Yeah. Uh, the kind of thing that if it had been treated with any kind of gravity would be grounds for a season finale. Yes. Um, Hank, you know, is just like, man, you know, you're right. Like I've, I've barely lived my life and I've just been obsessing over this puppy love. Like mm-hmm. he's in the process of getting over Serena during this. Yeah. Uh, and they're kind of arguing about this, uh, while they're speeding towards a wampa that is in their way. Yeah. Um, cut over to, uh, Brock. Brock has a guild agent cornered. Uh, the guild agent says he'll shoot. Brock says, go ahead. And the agent uh, f- shoots and Brock flies backwards. But he gets up. The bullet hit his metal chest plate. Uh, <laughs> what <yes>. are you? <laughs> uh, he starts menacing him with a, a sword and the agent starts foaming at the mouth and convulsing. Uh, yeah. The guild start issuing them suicide teeth. Uh, <laughs> when, cheating. When, did they, when did they give you those? That's cheating. Just oh. shouting to all of them. Play fair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Watch and Ward are back at uh, Meteor Majeure uh, arguing about test results uh, that they got revealing uh, the Monarch's heritage when more bodies keep coming through the teleporter. Mm-hmm. They just keep uh, popping in. <laughs> you know, uh, Warden says, hey, these readings are accurate. The Monarch and Dr. Venture are blood related. Yep. Uh, yeah, we, we already knew this. We know. I scream from my couch. We go to the second ritual of Safrax where he's crossing a guarded bridge. Uh, with a goat and a terrible magic chicken. I thought for certain this was going to be a play on the hen, chicken, wolf crossing oh, the river, yeah. Professor Layton thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, you know, I was like, oh, some hay could be made of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could do a joke around that. But no, because it's based in real life, it just has to be, you know, like old legends, which didn't have, you know, just, oh, there's a chicken. He had a magic chicken. Yes. You know? Yeah. So Dr. And Mrs. Mark, uh, you know, asks what give what what gives Sacrax the right to pass. And he says, oh, your mother is waiting on the other side for us to willingly fornicate. This is where we get the call and response. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. I I smiled. But yeah, I, I yeah, I can't I can't follow you, but I no judgment. Yeah. So it just did not work for me. Uh, Eltheus, uh, who's 21, approaches them to aid by distracting uh, her points and then uh Everyone to chance, I made you look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Altheus, the father of made you look. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, he stabs her. Yeah. Like fake stabs her. You know, because mm-hmm. it's Dr. Mrs. the Monarch dressed as a shepherd. Yeah. Um, Lim approaches 21 and says, you know, you've outperformed the rank of henchman. You've earned the title of level four supervillain uh, in the mm-hmm. middle of this. And the Monarch is very upset by this. Uh, rightly so. You know, what the fuck? This was supposed to be my party. Mm-hmm. Do you think rightly so? like to 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 me this this feels like him being selfish like it is it's certainly him being selfish it's it's i guess like it's a little bit of a non sequitur to just promote the henchman during this thing i think that's more what feels reasonable but again i I, sloppy plotting like yeah yeah (laughs) this is this this is not actually real uh this this feels more like it's fucking with 21 than it is fucking with the monarch yeah you know and why yeah. what is the the point in this ancient ritual of like fucking with you not you sure know? just yeah. doing some little business it's like is this is this something with like great amounts of ceremony or is it, this just an excuse to be poo poo pee pee and I have mean, somebody reaching a log full of shit like it just it the tone has gotten very like mixed and messy yeah um 
Yeah. <sighs> I mean, to, to, to me, the point seems to be, you know, just this ritual and the tenning. Everything about the guild is supposed to be enforcing the hierarchy of villain and henchman. Just like, are you actually committed? Are you actually committed to the cause, committed to these roles? But yeah. Yeah. But I, the thing I feel like up until like the only thing that we ever hear about that, like 21 is the only character of this entire series who cares about the role of a henchman. Right. Everybody else. I mean, it's, it's played for a joke. They go and recruit henchmen off the street. Like, Yeah, it's not it's not a thing that is important, you know, so like when I say that, I feel like it's getting a little sloppy in that the guild treating it, you know, like when you say like the guild is all about enforcing these hierarchies, kind of, you yeah. know, sometimes that they 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 take it seriously and it's about that and other times it's just not yeah you know it's all over the place yeah you know uh <sighs> yeah it just it, it just doesn't work for me uh mm-hmm. we go back to the hospital room where dean is up to number 57 uh, on his list and here's where he starts getting real i really i think that it's very uh telling that when you do something like this you start with the superficial stuff mm-hmm. you know and like you get all that out of your system and it leads you to the deeper stuff i think that's very real yes yeah, you know. you know, he's gone from talking about, you know, I claimed I didn't like 98 degrees and then I stole your 98 degree CD. He's gone from this to, you know, item number 57, which is you know, we just stopped being close. You yeah. know, he just, and he lays out all this stuff. Did I tell you Pop was cloned? You know, did I tell you that Pop was cloned? You know, just like yeah. us, you know, Helper's brother told me that. Wait, did I even tell you that Helper had a brother? You know, they just, yeah. they, they just grew apart. Did you know that Dermot was your half brother? You know, Rusty told me that when he was drunk, he told me he uh-huh. still masturbates as well, you know, but he, I, these all these things I didn't share with you, yeah. you know, and some of these, this is good stuff. Like I like how, how real it is. There was a moment at the end of season six where Dean starts telling Hank this stuff. Yes. Where it feels like a reconciliation of them, mm-hmm. which just again, doesn't feel like they're on a, a very logical path. In right. terms of like the development, like I don't, again, I don't like how they get there, even if I like where they're at. Yeah. You know, even there's like, there's like one episode that is a focus on Dean trying to get away. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, the high cost of loathing. Right. And then there's a little bit more ground dedicated to Hank trying to figure out his own life post post bed school. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that is more played off as a joke about rusty being a miser, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's just like the, 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 again, very little track laid for them actually, you know, kind of growing apart aside from the fact that they just don't share screen time. And, yeah. and what kills me is the stuff we spend instead of that. Like yeah. what we got instead of that development was agent Kimberly McManus and S four, six, four and mm-hmm. the peril partnership. That's nuts. Yes. Like that, that's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like, you know, so he moves on to his next thing, which is I'm jealous that you don't seem to care that you're dressed as Batman out in public, which is mm-hmm. very sweet, you know, thing. Yes. like he's, he's, he's a Dharma and, you know, he's a Greg, <laughs> uh, you know, like, stand on you know, this couch. Yeah, yeah. No, you get down on this couch, you know, uh, the, the real free spirit. <laughs> what were you making a reference to the get on this couch or get down from that couch? Isn't that in the, uh, the Simpsons making fun of Dharma and Greg? Where he's like, uh, yeah. get down off that couch, Dharma. How about you get up on this couch? <laughs> Dharma and Greg, Greg will be back. <laughs> I can't, yeah. For, for, that feels more, that to, in my head, that was a family guy joke, but it, it you, might be. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I we've never joked about family guy before. So. There, there are, there are two family guy jokes from back when it first came out and I watched it uh-huh. that uh, stick in my head. Apparently that's one of them. 
Okay. You know? uh, and uh, the the other one is uh, Mr. Rogers saying, what do you mean I can't take off my sweater? I'm hot. <laughs> what do you mean I can't take, I can't off, take my off my sweater? sweater. I'm hot. Uh, and like, <laughs> rather like that without you know being worth watching the family guy for yeah you know i yeah but it's it's so weird to me that dharma and greg and will and grace were contemporary uh-huh. and it was like what if a nerdy guy and a hippie what if a <laughs> gay guy and a lady <laughs> it's like identical names and identical hey, almost identical premises hey gary i totally thought those were the same show <laughs> No, dude, it's weird. Will and Grace, Will is gay and Grace is not. And then Dharma and Greg, uh, Greg is a normie and Dharma is a hippie. Those are the shows and they ran forever. The sitcoms are horrible. Um, people just watch any b- old bullshit. Yes, dear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, 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 is, there is nothing. There is nothing for on, a, on Frankiac on a search for Dharma. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it might be a, uh, a family guy thing. But that's okay. Because I like mm-hmm. that bit. That is a good slam on Dharma and Greg. Uh, so we'll come back to Coma Town. Uh, Hank and Action Man, they're hung upside down in an ice cave. You know, just, just like the Wampa scene. Uh, mm-hmm. But, oh, there are no Wampas in Barbarella. Uh, and you know, Hank has to deal with this because they're in his part of this uh, sci-fi universe or whatever. But he's not a Jedi. No, I'm Lando, so my, I've got to seduce Wampa with my smuggler's charm. <laughs> Uh, he does the Colt 45 commercial uh, that Lando I don't, did. I don't claim you have a better time with Hank 45 than without it, but why take chances? I, yeah. I like I like Hank doing that, even, yeah, if, yeah. even, I, even if it does predate his birth by 20 years. Bill, Billy <laughs> D. Williams is great. Oh, yeah. It's also the only Star Wars design I think is cool. Lando's uh, yeah. whole deal? Yeah. Yeah. None of them look good to me, except for Lando. Mm-hmm. I think Lando's slick. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, they get to say this isn't working, obviously, uh, but mm-hmm. a laser saves them, blows through a hole in the Wampa's chest, and uh, another one knocks Hank and Action Man free. And this is Phage, but his body is an ATAT at at yes, Star Walker, yeah. and he has no idea what he, you know, what he is, but he is here. Or no, I have no idea what he is or where they are. Um, yeah, you know, just uh, the last thing I remember is I stepped on a teleporter, and then I woke up here. Yep, also had a stroke. Yeah. In Comatown. <laughs> uh, the next ritual up on Meteor Major, Saffrax has to enter the tent of Emperor Flavius, you know, uh, with the taste of love still on his breath. You know, he has walked along with Radical Left dressed up as Flavius' wife. You know, and Monarch says, I have, you know, I've bet her twice and I return her to you soaked with my seed. And the response yep. is Saffrax, father of players. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, done a little play, and this is all real stuff again that Safrax did with Flavius, uh, mm. Flavius' wife. Uh, before the monarch can go into the tent, Dr. Z offers him a sword, like a real sword, not a fake sword. Mm-hmm. And inside the tent is his real sworn enemy. It's Rusty uh, strapped to a table, and they tell him, like, hey, you can kill him. The guild mm-hmm. will cover it up. If you want this, you can do it. You can settle your grudge and then do whatever you want. You can be free. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, he doesn't know what to do. And he goes inside the tent. The idea is he can decide on his own. Right. What to do. Yeah. Um, back down in Ventec tower, Brock is covered with blood and screaming. I love mm-hmm. cutting like right to this. And then, you know, just uh, holding his sword out and then he stops and I'm like, Oh wait, I need to, I need to pee. Anybody else need a pee break? He's going to give them, you know, as a timeout, like if you want to pee, you can pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, love which this. Is, it's, you know, it's cute. It, like the, you know, they're playing the game. 
Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a classic Venture Brothers thing. <laughs> this is pretty great. What about you? The one that has a beat on me who needs to reload. Damn it. How did you? Yeah. I learned to count when I was three. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's great. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Hater doing some business to try to convince the desk nurse to see him uh, by taking off his shirt and offering sex. Seen a lot of pudgy guys be like, you want this man meat? Yeah. You know, as a joke. It hacky barely begins to describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh Dean gets the last reason he's a terrible brother, which is I slept with Serena. He's like, you know, I don't love her or anything. I don't care about her. It was just stupid. You know, and I, I miss the times when it was just Hank and Dean at the compound. And like there's a meta element to this. Mm-hmm. Where like, I miss that too, man. Like yeah. th- this episode is making me like <laughs> like I also miss when the show was was that fun, that kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. yeah. So. And I mean, some of that has to do with, you know, like I, I, I like the, I like some of the things that they have decided to do with Hank and Dean, right? Yeah, 100%. It's made, some, it's made yeah. some, you know, it's, it's just some, some good ideas with ha- how they were going to be used since they came to New York, but one cannot say that they have been used enough or used well. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's good. Like in you know, going through every episode of this show and knowing, you know, each episode and knowing who wrote each episode, I think that like the fatal flaw that Doc has a, as a writer mm-hmm. is that he wants to have his cake and eat it too with things. Mm-hmm. So he wants to take these characters seriously and just have these like long talking scenes. But whenever he wants or needs an out or has a flight of fancy, he does this a lot in the commentaries. He'll be like, it's just, you know, who gives a shit? You know, we're yeah. just going to do it this way. Like nothing matters. It's just a little kid cartoon. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do the the least obvious thing. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. And he's kind of does both. Like he embodies mm-hmm. that, that dissonance that I, that I found on this revisit. That's a little bit difficult for me. Jackson mm-hmm. has flaws as a writer as well. Like Jackson is not as ambitious. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he is, uh, you know, a lot of times like his worst episodes end up feeling kind of workmanlike. Yes. You know, but the worst doc episodes end up feeling to me worse because they're not mids. You know, we we're talking about the virtue of mids last episode. <laughs> they're like these things that just don't work and have big thorns in my side. Yeah. With it, you know, so, so like I could see doc being the person who came up with the impetus of developing Hank and Dean's relationship mm-hmm. this way, but he's also the person who got distracted by, Oh, look, a blue car. Uh, yeah. Let's do the peril partnership. And mcmanus stuff for shits and giggles yeah it's like if you're gonna decide to do this to do this thing that uh you know uh, you obviously care about uh you need to invest the actual screen time to develop it yeah and if you're gonna do it do it Mm -hmm. you know follow through yeah yeah um, so he's, he's still kind of ranting about this. He catches himself, uh, reaches out to touch Hank. He's like, I always wish I had hair like yours. Fuck you, Hank. You yeah. know, him being jealous of Hank this whole time is sweet. Yes. You know, uh, and then he says, and it's, it's genuinely really moving. He says, you know how they, uh, say you come into this world, uh, and leave the world alone. We came into it together. So come back to me. Yeah. You know, it's very sweet. Yeah. It's just, you know, like, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like it a lot. I always, yeah. I'm a sucker for brother, me brotherly relationships in any kind of yeah. media. Right. Um, it's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, and then that is undercut. This is where they cut over to, to hatreds stripping off his, uh, stripping off his shirt. You know, you yes. can do what you want with me and I will just purr. Yes, ma'am. And yeah, the download w- from a Judd Apatow comedy from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, just yeah. very dated. 
Yeah. And Dean walks out, you know, saying like, Hey, go back to the tower. Dad probably needs to be comforted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody has, no one has decided to bodyguard rusty for this, <laughs> uh, this day. Uh, yeah. The, the inventor of the teleporter doesn't matter anymore to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they go back to, to this area. Fage explains what happened and Hank's like, Hey, you know, we, we call it coma town. <laughs> you know, uh, we realized that we had different strokes and he's like, what you're talking about Willis. Yeah. Uh, I just like that. It's in Fage's voice. Yeah. Reference. I like that. Another action, another action yeah. man or Hank recognize it. Yeah. Oh, Colonel know that. He would have. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Fage doesn't recognize where he's about. He hasn't seen either of these movies. Uh, I, he hasn't seen Barbarella. There's a big glowing lake of goo. And Action mm-hmm. Man uh, says, we have to fly, fly there. That's the Matmos. Uh, as somebody's only seen bits and pieces of Barbarella, I was looking this up. The Matmos is apparently not very well explained to Barbarella either. Yeah. It's just a glowing lake of goo. I mean, so it probably is not explained in the movie. It might be more. The more might have gone into it in the comics. Yeah. 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 But it's French comics, so who knows? Nobody <laughs> will ever know. Uh <laughs> They get there. Action Man says he doesn't even know what it is. He's seen Barbarella 30 times. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's this energy that surrounds everything. And then Hank says that's like the force. Yeah. You know, confusing, but unnecessary. So midichlorians. Yeah. Uh, making fun of Star Wars a little bit, but not in a way that makes them not like Star Wars, which is always the thing that keeps me at arm's length with Star Wars fans. <laughs> like, you're making fun of this, but this doesn't ruin it for you? Uh-huh. You, know? you still like it? Despite <laughs> the fact that they're midichlorians? Really? Yeah. Uh, Oh, so Hank has decided this is his way out. You know, he takes off his shoes and then he starts doing the Wizard of Oz goodbyes, you know, giving Phage an oil can out of nowhere. I like mm-hmm. Phage's bafflement um, mm-hmm. and telling Action Man, oh, I'll miss you most of all, um, you know, says, hey, it's time to be a man. If I don't come back, I'm either awake or extra coma dead. And then he you know, d- dives into the lake and says, also, I'm pretty sure my brother slept with my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. He realizes that. Yeah. Uh, and action man says that kid has moxie and Phineas Sage Fage says that kid has un- undiagnosed attention deficit, uh, hyperactivity disorder, which is yeah. the same thing Dean, uh, diagnosed him with many folks have diagnosed him with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, another body comes through the teleporter. This time, uh, has a note on it. Brock says, send rusty back or he's coming through next. Um, and the monarch steps out of the tent, uh, and they don't know whether he killed rusty, but it, you know, his sword is dry. Yeah. Uh, he didn't. Uh, they're like, this is the correct choice because Saffrax let Flavius live. Apparently, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's uh, in the actual legend. Saffrax, not legend, history. Saffrax yeah. killed Flavius. Yes. Um, but in this version, Saffrax decided to carry the grudge without mm-hmm. the help of Al- Altheus. And you think there's going to be a moment here because uh, the monarch says, you know what? I've actually decided you guys are fucking dicks. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a mind fuck. Like you, you brought uh, Rusty here. It's my ceremony. You made 21 a villain doing this all this shit sucks yeah. you know and uh 21 steps up and says if the monarch's done i'm done too you know uh, i i don't want to start again as a villain without my my best friend and his wife fuck it fuck you guild wins monarch out we're done we're quitting yeah. all this shit which is a cool status like a cool new idea yeah like the monarch just being like i'm you know we've it's, it's a little bit tortured to have two seasons of him mm-hmm. wrangling with the uh the pomp and mm-hmm. the bureaucracy but you could do a story about the monarch saying, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. The monarch trying to go straight or, you know, going on his own. Yeah. Makes yeah. like that, that, that makes sense. 
you know, 21 rejects as well, you know, saying, you know, I, I just got this, this does get under my skin here, you know, hench yeah. for life. You know, I, I don't have that kind of a Safrax grudge. I just want to help my best friend with this hate. Fuck you. It's so weird that like, uh, when these episodes start doubling down on 21 and the Monarch being friends, they've mm-hmm. also made the Monarch treat 21 so much more shitty. That's the thing. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. any, like it, it, the 21 wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can, you can fall in unrequited love with somebody and then get over it. Yeah. You know, I believe that as possible. I don't think they necessarily, you know, laid the track for it, but that's mm-hmm. possible. You know, yeah. I, I liked him. Operation prom is the best f- season finale that mm-hmm. the show has. Like, I love that him just being like, you know what? These are good people. Fuck you. Yeah. I think that's the best thing that's ever happened in 21. Mm-hmm. He could be, he could get over that bit, but they should have had the monarch soften with him. Yep. You know, uh, make the yeah. monarch less one note. Yeah, make the monarch realize what he almost lost, and be grateful that he has him back. Have you know? a wife, have a friend, have a, have the monarch show gratitude for fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh-huh. ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> hmm. um, the monarch. So, so, similarly, like for 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 twenty one, there's a way to tell a story about acknowledging your limitations, right? Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that. You know, like maybe this, this is where I'm meant to be understanding that your discomfort was not with your station in life, but with X, Y, and Z around it, that can be bittersweet, you know, yeah. uh, that can be you know, a little miss, little miss sunshine. The, uh, <laughs> I almost said little miss, little miss sunshine, like little miss, little miss can't be wrong. Little miss can't uh, be sunshine. Yeah. But like, like you know, my Garmin trout does it. <laughs> I realize my, my, the cars I'm dealt. Yeah, you know, uh, just the, 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 there are any, any number of ways to, uh, uh, to 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 show that kind of acceptance. Here again, no 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 track for that. The train just somehow, you know, was pushed there. You know, digging a huge rut uh, in yeah. uh, over the course of the motion. Yeah, took a huge de- huge departure to Kimberly McManus Town. Yeah, instead of doing that track. Yeah, so. Uh, this was the, this final, was the trial. final. Yeah, it was all a double, double blind. Oh, you did the thing that you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would happen if he didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't matter. This was it was all part of the test, and he passed it. Um, they're they're you know they they're happy about this when Watch and Ward come in, and Watch is like, now is not the time, and Ward's like, I can't hold it back; it's too good. Yeah, uh, and they cut to outside the meteor. You know, flashback to season two with a monarch going, "Are you kidding me?" You mm-hmm. know, with, with the pregnancy. Uh, yes. Which is, you know, another week ending that they did. Yeah. You're what? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> so the monarch, you know, who is, despite seeing all this evidence, is finally having this confirmed. Yeah. Uh, that's the uh, the big twist. And then the post credits, uh, the nurse tells Hank that Dean is gone, or Dean that Hank is gone, but not dead, like physically gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got up and left. Dean runs outside to look for him, and Hank is doing a monologue about how he has to find himself and grow up. Uh, call me the bat. And he's wearing yeah. his Batman costume. Yeah. This is just 100% the ending of dark man. Yeah. Uh, kind of weak sauce to go out on just like a, a reference, like a pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy that Hank got there. <laughs> it's a, it's a fine and interesting place for Hank to be. Yeah. You know, it's just, I'm really like, I'm not happy. The show got canceled at all. I would much mm-hmm. rather have season eight. Yeah. Than the movie. I think that I'm kind of glad in some ways, though, I can see the benefit to them being forced to do a movie that wraps everything up to get them to fucking focus. 
Yeah, it's the uh, the 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 limitations aiding creativity, right? Yeah. Like, you will not be able to chase every bird that flies outside your window. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, in this movie, like you, if you care about these characters, you have a responsibility to do something real with them. I guess. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, big, big bummer to me. I'm really happy it's not the end of the show as well. Yeah. Of this show. You know, in addition to it not being the end of uh, there being a movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, conversely, like, I think that uh, I've I've got, you know, good hopes for the movie because in the past when they have done, you know, just look at the beginning of the season, right? Look at the, yeah. uh, you know, look at the, um, the Morphic trilogy, right? Like when they, when they work in that kind of, you know, just like, okay, we have 90 minutes to work with. What can we do? Um, they do good stuff, right? I think yeah. that, I think that that'll, you know, if there are any ruts that'll break them out of it. Um, I just, yeah, the, the back part of season seven is really a nameless mess. You know, it yeah. doesn't hold, scrutiny and we're in an unfortunate position of having opted to uh you know do something that puts close scrutiny on something we love they cannot stand up to it at this point in its life cycle right yeah yeah i really i really hope they pull it off yeah you know and their long form stuff they've done previously has been good i'm really looking forward to seeing goodbyes for yeah. the the characters who i love that maybe didn't get tons of time mm-hmm. uh, because they were busy chasing birds out windows like Give me the triad, you know, give me, uh, give me, give me Tracer, Tracer Lactus, you know, floating out there. Uh, Give me, give me a good Colonel Gentleman goodbye scene, him being a fucking weirdo, you know, Uh, I'm into that, but I I was not, not into this. I don't, it's low on laughs and high on kind of irritating plot stuff. Yeah. So. Yep. 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 That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll be back for at least one more episode of mm-hmm. the show before the movie, which is talking about deleted scenes and season wrap up. Yeah. You know, uh, if you have thoughts about season seven of the Venture Brothers, now is the time. Yeah. Or I main, think, I, I, I think that maybe possibly. Now the time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe possibly uh, that, that that has happened. Uh, we will have put out, um, let's say, social media notices uh, and uh, put up put something up on Patreon um, for that. Uh, you know, season seven wrap up thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully you uh, you write in. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. If you if you love these episodes, I want to hear it sincerely. Like I'm not just going to clown on you or argue with you. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the argument is. Yes. For this peril partnership storyline in the McManus and the, these last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, if you like the show, uh, follow us to best quality vacuum. The yeah. show we're going to be doing after this, mm-hmm. uh, about the breaking bad universe. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. You know, uh, just if, if, if the line from venture brothers to, uh, breaking bad doesn't seem to make sense. Uh, both of these are shows that Gary and I talk about, uh, outside of shows, like talking about breaking bad was an early, you know, an early non video game bonding thing we did <laughs> like, yeah. right. Pretty much exactly when the show, like when the network started as mm-hmm. well. Uh, cause you know, breaking bad was kind of really right. Riding high at that point. You know, season two, season three kind of stuff. 
um yeah we uh we're way into it we're really excited to uh to, to jump in so best quality vacuum we do not have an exact start time for that there's going to be a little bit of a little bit of a break as we get ducks on a row uh but uh, uh we hope you follow us over there yeah i think it'll be really fun uh you can also support the network by going to patreon.com slash duckfeed tv you can leave us ratings reviews on apple podcast or podcast addict and you can tell your friends mm-hmm. all awesome things you can do Please do. Um, And also, you can go Team Venture. Mm